To be a wordsmith is defined as a person who writes, an author, a journalist, a person who commits their thoughts to paper. But I believe it is so much more. The ability to craft a story, to change lives, to transport the ordinary life to an extraordinary place, to put words on paper and awaken the imagination in ways the reader never dreamed possible. Yes, to have the ability to see what isn't there and make you see it too. To awaken the senses in new and amazing ways. To feel a cool breeze on a hot summer day on your cheeks. To smell wildflowers as they bloom. To taste a delicacy on a foreign soil. To feel like you've never felt before, touching places long forgotten. Connecting with your souls in new ways. That's what writers do. It's my pleasure to host Speaking of Writing, a new podcast. Speaking of Writing is open for authors from all over the world. This gives us an opportunity to broaden our experiences, to hear actual writers' voices, hear what inspires them, experience their trials and struggles, and realize that we all have a story and they are all worth telling. I hope you enjoy this. Good morning, this is Rose Cushing, and I am the host of Speaking of Writing, a podcast for writers and authors all over the world. My guest today is Angelique Burrell, and Angelique has got her first book out, A Mark in the Road. So Angelique, tell us a little bit about you as a person before we get into your book. Sure thing. Well, thank you for having me on the show, Rose. Very excited. Um, about me, just a little bit, I am an English teacher. I have been for 30 years now, um, and um, I teach you know, um, creative writing, which I've just started doing, and that's been a lot of fun to share my writing craft with everyone else, but um, I'm a mom of two kids, um, and uh, my husband and I have been hanging out in... Um, the Lake Tahoe area whenever we get a chance, but otherwise we are Midwest people, and that's where our home base is. So that's a little bit about me. How did you get in, into writing? Um, you know, I've always loved writing. I think it's, you know, a similar story to some other writers. Um, my father was an English teacher and a communications teacher, and my mother was a librarian, so I think I've just been surrounded by books my whole life. Um, and I just always loved, you know, thinking up stories in in my mind. Um, you know, it was just a way to, I guess, entertain myself. So um, in college, the last thing I was going to be was an English teacher because my dad was one. But it turned out that's exactly where God had me going. So, um, you know, English teacher, and I've been, you know, loved it since. So I just read a lot um, over the course of 30 years, and um, just always enjoyed writing, so kind of dabbled in it myself. There you go. So, tell us a little bit about your book now, A Mark in the Road. What What is this about? Well, it's a young adult, kind of thriller, sort of romance um, book, and um, the main protagonist in it, Mason, has this you know, uncanny gift that he can um, understand and see in his in his mind um, the stories behind the skid marks that are in the road. So when he goes over a skid mark, he can 
it flashes, the whole story of it flashes in his mind. And, um, of course, this kind of terrorized him most of his life, and he has kept it to himself because it's hard to believe anyway. Um, and um, he is on his next-door neighbor, asked him to go on a journey, and he knows that there are skid marks uh, next to the vehicle of a woman who's um, missing. So her car has been found, there's skid marks near it, and his hope is that he can somehow get across country and keep his secret, but yet try and help this missing woman in some way. That sounds... That's the mark on the road. Yeah, that sounds really interesting. Um, I, I can imagine, you know, seeing those skid marks and feeling what happened to cause them. That would be a, an interesting story for sure. Yeah, it is uh, something he's, he's struggled with his whole life. You know, he struggled with, but you know, he didn't understand why, and um, now maybe there's a purpose to it. So Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. It was fun to write. <laughs> What age group now are you targeting? Um, young adults. So the, the main character, Mason, he's 18. His friend, his next-door neighbor, is um, 16, 17. Um, and so just, you know, anywhere from like 12 to 18, maybe. Okay. So did you publish your book, or did you have a traditional publisher, or how did you go for that route? Um, I went the traditional route. I had an agent. And um, with my agent, we worked on the book a little bit uh, together, actually a lot of it together. Um, Tina Purcell, um, Agency, PPA, and um, Bonnie Swanson um, was my agent um, in the TPA organization. Um, and um, Bonnie and I worked on the book a lot together, and she, um, you know, sent it out, you know, queried publishers. And... She found um, Dr. Jen Lowry at um, Monarch Educational Services, and we just found a wonderful fit. So uh, Monarch is publishing it, and it comes out October 3rd, so it's getting close. I'm super excited. Oh, I know you are. Now, are you doing any kind of pre-orders, or how can people follow you to find out about your book? Um, I do have a website, AngeliqueBorrell.com, and um, we are doing pre-orders through Barnes & Noble and Amazon, um, and then, you know, and I have those links on my website as well, so that would be one way to do it. Very good. I'm also on Instagram and... Right. All the social media stuff. And on Facebook. <laughs> so, um... Do you have another book in the wings waiting to, to get out after this one? I do. I've been working on it this summer. I've been trying hard to work on it this summer. Um, and um, it's another young adult book. Um, I'm just making some some changes to some of the plot line of it. But, um, but I haven't shared it out yet. I told my agent I'm working on it. And my goal is to get it done this summer. Um, and this summer is going so quickly. I know. <laughs> As is the case. <laughs> so your plans yeah, to have it out before Christmas? Um, I, my goal is um, to get it into the hands of my agent and then hopefully find a home. I, you know, I don't know if it'll be Monarch. Maybe it will be. Um, it would be nice because it's been just a pleasure working with, with everyone there. Um, but... 
um, but that's the that's the hope is that it has a home before Christmas. It won't be out though before Christmas. Okay. Alrighty. Well, that sounds like it's going to be a, a really good book, as well as this one. Thank you. So um, it's not a sequel though. Right. <laughs> to, to a mark in the it's, it's it's not a sequel to, to a mark in the road. It's a whole separate standalone book. So now, how did you come up with your title for a mark in the road? Um. The hardest thing. There was. I think the title's one of the hardest things. Oh, it is. <laughs> Although it's so weird, I, I wrote a book and it'll be coming out soon. And that one, oh, nice. the title was so hard. But the sequel, I already know the title. I just haven't started writing it yet. <laughs> <laughs> so that's an oddity for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, that means it's just ready to come. I hope so. I hope it'll it'll roll out when I sit down to do it. <laughs> I think it will. What 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 is the title of yours that's coming out? Well, I don't know yet. Uh, that's the last thing I've got to do before. Oh. <laughs> that's the I ha I had had it two or three, and I I don't like any of them now that we're down to the wire. So I've got to work on it. Right. Like right. I say, that's the hardest thing it for is. me. It is, it is, it really is. Got the cover, but got I'm the whole sure book. That you, I'm sure that you will figure it out. Hopefully, hopefully it won't be too long before we get that figured out. Now tell me what's left on your bucket list as a writer. Um, well, I just, you know, I want to keep writing. I have a couple more years of teaching, and um, I would love to, when I retire, to spend a little bit more spend a lot more time writing, so, um, you know, I have stories in my head and in my notebooks that um, I'm just hoping that I have the opportunity to, to write and develop and work on, so um, mostly just um, sticking with the young adult genre of writing, I think, but um, we'll just kind of see where, where that goes. I would love to um, work on a sequel to A Mark in the Road mm -hmm. um, after... I get this next book, this, this yet to be named book, um, out. Um, so yeah, just you know, keep writing, keep you know, working in the the community, reading other people's works, and helping support them. Um, you know, it's it's just a it's a fun community to be a part of and to read and get feedback um, on other people's writing. So um, help people out when I can. So that's kind of just the, the goals I have moving forward, I guess. Just, you know, continue to participate and be a part of it. Have you convinced yourself that you can say, I'm an author yet? 
don't know about that. <laughs> That's hard. <laughs> I, I have a I'm a writer. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a really, um, it, it is a hard thing to do. And I, you know, my immediate instinct is, is just, oh, yeah, well, it's, it's nothing much. Um, but it was, it was a lot of hard work, and there were a lot of people supporting you along the way. So I really shouldn't um, downplay it or, you know, it, it is. It's a hard thing to to say because I think I aspired to it for so long, and then to say, "Oh my gosh, I actually have a book that's coming out." Is um, it's hard to believe. I think until I see it in my hot little hand. Um, you know, I, I don't even know what that'll be like. I agree. I mean, yeah. it's um. It's a very funny feeling when you finally get your book in your hands. And, I, you know, I published magazines for years, and I've been published hundreds of times. But um, and I, it's weird. Until I had my book in my hand, I didn't feel like I was really an author. Yeah. Well, maybe that'll do it for me, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's a big, really big deal. It is, it is. It's, it's fun. Well, congratulations to you, because... That's a lot of accomplishment, too. Yeah, the book, I wrote the book during COVID, and I wanted to do something totally different. Uh, my, my whole life has been in the horse industry. So this was a, a big departure because my book is about sailing. And, uh, you know, we'll see where how it all turns out. But, uh, so... I what, think that's wonderful, especially to kind of change what your focus and what you've been doing. That's, that's a big challenge, and... A big accomplishment. That's awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you. It's also fiction, and everything I've ever done was nonfiction because, you uh, know, I was a, a, a reporter-type writer. And uh, so it was it was a challenge, but, I, you know, it kept me entertained during COVID, and that's a good thing. And I got my book to show my hard work, and, and it was fun. It was really fun. I love writing, and as, as I'm sure everybody out there listening can identify with. And uh, it's nice to just escape to that little world that nobody's in but you. Yes, I, I totally agree with you. It, it is fun. It does keep you entertained. It does. And, um, and yes, I think I think a lot of the times we tend to be a little more um, introverted people. <laughs> so, I think, I think so. It becomes our little world that, uh, that we're comfortable in, too. But at least that's the way it is for me. For myself as well. So what advice would you give to young or, or new writers coming into our industry? Um, just keep writing. You know, I mean, it's one of the things I talk about with my students. I think our internal editors are so harsh on us sometimes. And, you know, at least mine for the longest time. No, you don't have any good stories to tell. Oh, this has already been done. You know, there's just a lot of, you know, you can't do this. You know, there's a lot of... Um, harsh self-talk, um, I think that goes on in our minds as, as writers, um, and I think just trying to suppress that and to write and there's revision and, you know, just get it down and just trust that it can come together. Um, it is, you know, it, it can be a lonely world. Um, you know, as much as we find entertainment in our characters, it's isolating as well, and so I think trying to find a community of writers to read with you know, to have them read or give feedback is, is also very important. You know, and constructive criticism is, is, a, is a blessing, and, and sometimes it's so hard. Um, 
to read. I, I know with my book, um, one of the um, editors at TPA read it, and um, Joel Brigham, and he gave me fabulous feedback. And some of it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I knew I needed to work on that. I was hoping nobody else would notice, you know, and those types of things. And sometimes it's, it's just really important to take that criticism and that feedback and know that it's meant to help strengthen and, and work with it. So, you know, there, there's just a few things. It's just sticking with it and doing it and finding joy in it, working with people and, you know, just trusting that you have something important to say. So... I guess all of that, it's kind of a hodgepodge yeah. of advice. Well, you know, um, it's uh, very interesting what you were saying about finding a supportive community. And that, that is a very big thing. And, and it's nice to have people you can identify with. Now, are you a panster or a plotter? Um, maybe a little bit of both, I think. Um, I do a lot of my plotting while I'm, I don't know, doing other things. Um, I don't, you know, my students always laugh at me because they're like, what music do you listen to? And my like, gosh, you know, I don't listen to a whole lot of music because I like silence um, for my thinking. Mm-hmm. So that's where I like plot out things in my mind if I'm driving, um, you know, just doing whatever it is, gardening or something. I like to um, plan out and think about this could happen, this could happen, this can happen. And then I just start writing. So I don't write it all down necessarily. Sometimes I write notes about, um, so I'm afraid I'm going to forget something. But, um, so I don't know, I guess maybe I'm a clutter. Um, but then I just kind of write and see where it goes. So... Yeah, I, I think I'm definitely, definitely a panster um, because I try to be a plotter because I think that that makes such good sense, but it's just not in my character. Yeah. And then I do like to kind of have an idea, like a thread. Mm-hmm. And then I guess I, I just see where it goes. Me too. But, yeah. Now, do you make yourself write a certain number of hours a day, or do you have any kind of schedule like that, or do you just write at will? Um, you know, during the school year for me, it's super difficult. Um, you know, at least it, it has been for a while, um, because, you know, I teach AP Lit. I've, I have a lot of papers to grade, and, you know, just planning. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I've been doing this for 30 years, I feel like I do so much planning and grading at home. Um, so I, I have to carve out some time for myself. Um, so I, I, and I tell my students, like, I try to make 20 minutes and just, if I can do 20 minutes. Um, more recently, I'm trying to do 20 minutes a day. If anything, I try and do 20 minutes on Thursday nights. Mm-hmm. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I, I do schoolwork. And then I give them that's an entry into my weekend. And then I just do it well on weekends, um, you know, right. and after people in my family go to bed. Yeah. Yeah, I'm an I'm early time. morning writer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just wherever I can steal time, I guess. But I, I do try to say at least on Thursday nights during the school year. Um, on the summer, I just do it at will whenever I can. Okay. But I have to schedule myself a little bit more when... When my schedule gets busier. 
Right. Okay. Well, tell us again, where can we find your book, and when is it coming out? It comes out on October 3rd. I'm so excited. Um, and um, you can find it at um, barnesandnoble.com um, and amazon.com. Um, it's still it's open for pre-sale. It's um, in paperback. It's an e-book. And I think the hardback is almost ready to come out, but it will also be in hardback as well. So October 3rd. Very That's nice. Release, but you can pre-order now. <laughs> are you going to do a launch party online, or in, um, in your yeah, area? I believe that we are going to do that. Okay. We're going to do a launch party online, and then um, I'm hoping to do something um, local. Um, I know I've got a couple, you know, local libraries that I'm going to do some launching at okay. as well. So remind us about remind us about your website so we can follow you. Um, AngeliqueBarreau.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, two R's, two L's. Okay. Very good. Well, I've enjoyed having you on the show today, and I can't wait for your book to come out. I know it's going to be a good success. Oh, thank you so much, Rose. I appreciate it. Thank you for, for inviting me on your show. It's been a lot of fun, and I've enjoyed speaking with you. So thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you taking out time while you're in Lake Tahoe to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> you have a great vacation. Well, Thank you. And for everybody out there listening, as always, I really appreciate you taking your time as well to tune into our show. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Everybody has a story. Just let your mind drift away and find yours. I know it's out there. What are you waiting for?